Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, the east coast braces for a drenching, a month's worth of rain in days. More chaos for Sydney commuters, no deal reached and train services slashed. A family's lucky escape as their house bursts into flames on the Gold Coast. Repairing the friendship, Anthony Albanese prepares to sit down with the French president. And Nick Kyrgios puts on a show as he cruises into Wimbledon, round three. This is Seven News. Jody Spears. Good morning. Australia's east coast is bracing for days of record rainfall, with the Weather Bureau warning flooding is likely. The Northern Territory and parts of Western Queensland will be hit first before the system heads to the coast. The eastern seaboard is expected to be drenched with up to 200 millimetres, falling between now and Wednesday next week. Warnings are current for parts of far north Queensland down to Batemans Bay. Sydney is tipped to receive a month's worth of rain over the next five days and there are concerns for Warragamba Dam, which is already 97% full. Thousands of Sydney-siders are facing another morning of transport chaos after talks between the government and the rail union proved fruitless. Commuters are being urged to avoid travel if they can, with train services reduced by as much as 70%. The government had pledged to upgrade the intercity fleet, but the union says nothing's been put in writing. Fixing those trains is something that we want done, but it shouldn't come at the expense of our wages and conditions. At this stage, no more negotiations are planned and industrial action scheduled for next week will go ahead. A family has made a lucky escape after their home went up in flames on the Gold Coast. Fire crews were called to Upper Coomera after 11pm to find the property well alight and threatening a second home. It's believed the homeowner had smelt smoke before the alarm went off and he was able to get his family and two dogs out safely. Smells like firecrackers. What was a reminder to us all is just to check the smoke alarms, check the batteries, uh, check that they are working. The home was destroyed in the blaze and it's not yet known what sparked it. Anthony Albanese will meet with French President Emmanuel Macron in Paris today, looking to reset Australia's relationship with France after the diplomatic fallout from the cancelled submarines contract. The PM also delivered a speech to the Council of the OECD, hosted by former Liberal MP Matthias Cormann. He committed to become a global leader on climate change. After successive seasons of unprecedented bushfires and floods, Australians know that the climate crisis is more than just an environmental threat. It's a threat to our very security. 
It's unclear at this stage whether Mr Albanese will travel to Kyiv to meet with Ukraine's president. Babies, toddlers and preschoolers could be receiving Pfizer's COVID vaccine in a matter of weeks. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra now. Good morning, Taylor. The company is just one step away from getting final approval. Yes, Pfizer being given the green light to uh, clear the first hurdle in applying for approval for its COVID-19 vaccine. The TGA granting what's called provisional approval, which allows the company to apply for their vaccine to be approved for children aged from six months to five years. Epidemiologists say they expect Pfizer to be a three-dose vaccine, with tests showing that two lower doses didn't provide enough protection for young kids. Moderna is also expected to follow suit in applying for approval with a two-dose vaccine. It comes as the government announces a review into the current vaccine supply agreements struck by the former government. Health Minister Mark Butler saying he wants to ensure Australia is prepared for the future, but says that this review won't examine the delays that led to the bungled vaccine rollout last year. Jody. Okay, Taylor Aiken, thank you. Four states have moved to extend their vaccine program as the horror flu season stretches on. Jabs will be free in New South Wales and Queensland until July 17 to ease pressure on the state's hospitals. WA and South Australia have extended their programs for another full month. A woman is fighting for life in hospital after she and her two children were hit by a car while crossing the road at Sunshine in Melbourne's West. She was rushed to hospital with serious injuries and her kids are now in a stable condition. Meanwhile, at Doncaster, a man was hit and killed in a shopping centre car park. He was struck by a reversing vehicle. John Barillaro has withdrawn from his plum job in New York following weeks of controversy. The former New South Wales Deputy Premier says it was no longer feasible for him to take up the $500,000 trade role. Businesswoman Jenny West was initially offered the role before the offer was retracted. Mr Barillaro insists he always followed the process. Nearly three decades after a deadly parcel bomb exploded at the National Crime Authority's office in Adelaide, the man responsible has been found guilty. The 1994 attack killed Detective Sergeant Geoffrey Bowen and seriously injured a lawyer. This criminal act has remained at the forefront of our thoughts. Today's guilty verdict will allow us to move forward, knowing the individual who caused Geoffrey's death, amongst other serious crimes, has finally been convicted. Moments after the verdict was read out, crime boss Dominic Perry collapsed and was rushed to hospital where he spent the night. Sentencing submissions will be heard in September. South Australian football icon Neil Curley could be farewelled in a state funeral. The former player and coach died after losing control of his car and crashing four kilometres from his home. Police are investigating whether he suffered a medical episode. The state government has reached out to Mr Curley's wife, Barbara, to make arrangements. Queensland's introducing harsher penalties for drivers who break the rules. As of today, speeding fines are increasing dramatically. If you're caught travelling between 1 and 10 kilometres over the limit, you could be fined $290. That's $100 more than the last financial year. Fines for incorrectly wearing a seatbelt will jump to more than $1,000 and drivers will lose four demerit points. 
Guy Sebastian's former manager will learn if he'll be granted bail this morning after being found guilty on dozens of charges. Titus Day embezzled nearly $900,000 of the star's earnings. The case was so complex, the jury was given calculators to crunch the numbers. A seven-week trial for offences committed over seven years. It would have no doubt been agonising for Titus Day as he stood in court for 40 minutes while the foreperson read out the verdicts. Guilty of 34 charges of failing to pay Guy Sebastian for royalties, ambassadorships and performance fees between 2013 and 2020. You're looking down the barrel of a fairly lengthy sentence now. Some of those performances included supporting Taylor Swift during her world tour at the Big Bash League Cricket and two overseas weddings. All up, Titus Day was accused of stealing around $880,000. Mr Day would refer to me as his foundation client, Sebastian told the trial during his evidence. He and his longtime manager had a bitter falling out after the singer uncovered the missing money. It was a trial not without issues. COVID hit Sebastian and tragically... The original judge, Peter Zara, SC, passed away. It was complex too, with jurors given calculators to work through ledgers, emails and bank records. Titus Day faces a maximum 10 years in jail. Leonie Ryan, 7 News. Centrelink is launching a major overhaul of its job seeker program today. Instead of applying for 20 positions a month, welfare recipients will be required to gather 100 participation points. They can be gained through different activities like language courses and volunteer work. People still need to apply for at least five jobs a month to keep receiving welfare payments. There's a new roadmap for the future of energy supply in Australia. The regulator expects our power needs to double by 2050. Coal use will be halved by 2030, though, and will need nine times more solar and wind. It wants to start work on 10,000 kilometres of new transmission lines. All up, the plan will cost some $320 billion of taxpayer and private funding. From today, it really will pay to shop around for a better power deal in Victoria. Residents can claim a $250 bonus by logging onto the state's Energy Compare website and checking if their plan is the best one out there. It's part of an Andrews government initiative to help with the cost of living. An Australian miner is being targeted in a Chinese disinformation campaign. WA-based Linus is the largest rare earth mining and processing company outside of China. A cybersecurity firm found pro-Beijing agents were using sham social media accounts to protest its lucrative new project in Texas by posing as fake residents. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is down 171 points, the Nasdaq also trading lower. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost ground. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 411 points down. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also fell. The All Lords lost nearly 2% and the ASX 200 also closed in the red. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,807 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 106 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 69.09 US cents, 93.7 Japanese yen and $1.10 New Zealand. In what's being seen as a major setback to combating climate change, the US Supreme Court has ruled to restrict the regulation of greenhouse gas emissions. Let's go live to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. This is a huge blow for the Biden administration. 
Jody, good morning. Yes, this has put a major hole in US President Joe Biden's key climate pledge to beef up the US Environmental Protection Agency. The court has ruled the EPA does not have the authority to regulate greenhouse gas emissions in the United States. And essentially it means the federal agency cannot make major decisions without clear authorisation from Congress. Now, what this has done is put the Biden administration on a war footing, again of sorts, with the Supreme Court, of course, after last last week's sensational overturning of Roe v Wade. And speaking to that point today, the US president a short time ago before he departed Europe. The most important thing to be clear about is we have to change, I believe we have to codify Roe v Wade in the law. And the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that. Yes, now the Supreme Court today welcomed its first black woman to the bench, Ketanji Brown-Jackson. She was sworn in as a justice today. She takes the place of a retiring liberal justice, meaning that the ideological makeup of the US Supreme Court has not changed. Jody. OK, David Woodward, thank you. A freight train has derailed in the US state of Georgia. 19 rail cars and a locomotive came off the tracks in the early hours of the morning while en route to Chicago. No one was in and the train wasn't carrying any hazardous materials. Cranes have been brought in to clear the scene. You may remember this incident from the first days of the Ukraine war. The Ukrainian soldiers who lost control of Snake Island are now back in charge. They claim they've driven out the Russian invaders. The Kremlin says it's handed the island back as a gesture of goodwill. The royal family cost British taxpayers more than £100 million last year. That's almost $180 million Australian dollars. The annual report of Palace Finances shows the royal family spent $28 million more than it earned from the sovereign grant, the publicly funded part of its income. A major renovation of Buckingham Palace helped to drive up the bill. More than a dozen goats have been released in New York's Riverside Park to keep the weeds down. The furry visitors have been brought in to clear out overgrown sections of the park and they're pretty ruthless in their approach, harnessing their natural hunger for leafy greens. The four-legged gardeners will munch their way through almost a hectare of parkland. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. To sport now and injuries to two stars soured Brisbane's 41-point win over the Western Bulldogs. On his return from a hamstring injury, Lions skipper Dane Zorko lasted only five minutes, tweaking the same hamstring. Veteran Daniel Rich didn't run out in the second half after also injuring his hamstring. Charlie Cameron led the way for Brisbane, kicking four goals in the 41-point win. Eric Hipwood is set to be fined after pushing his opponent into an umpire. Tonight, Carlton faced St Kilda live on seven. 
Manly fought off a wild late comeback to beat Melbourne 36-30 to in the NRL. Fresh off Origin 2, Daly Cherry Evans ran the show at Brookvale Oval. Manly tearing through an unusually lacklustre Melbourne defence, surging to a 24-point lead midway through the second half. In a frantic turnaround, the Storm scored four tries in the final five minutes, but it wasn't enough. The win moves Manly into eighth for now. After his opening round exploits at Wimbledon, Nick Kyrgios was a model citizen in the second. Outside a few grumbles about fans coughing, the Aussie hothead was on fire against 26th seed Philip Kranovic. Kyrgios needed only 85 minutes to power to a straight sets win. I was kind of in my zone, just great body language, just played well. And, you know, I just wanted to remind everyone that I'm pretty good. He'll face Stefano Tsitsipas in the third round, the world number five beating fired-up Aussie Jordan Thompson, who had a row with the chair umpire in his straight sets loss. The only Australian woman left in the singles draw, Isla Tomljanovic, is also into the third round, beating American Catherine Harrison in straight sets. Usman Kawaja and Cameron Green put Australia in a dominant position on rain-affected day two of the first test against Sri Lanka. Kawaja's stellar form since being recalled in the ashes continued in Gaul, hitting 71 before falling to a sharp catch. Green impressed with the bat, but again fell short of his maiden test ton out for 77, with light diminishing Pat Cummins put on some late fireworks. This is massive. Just couldn't complete, but I was going to say it's on the road. He left the bat. The skipper smacked 16 off the final over before bad light stopped play. Cummins will resume day three, unbeaten on 26, with Australia 8 for 313, leading by 101. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a broad trough over Queensland will generate scattered showers over the state's west, eastern Northern Territory, southern New South Wales and Victoria. Moist onshore winds will trigger showers along the southern coasts. A trough along the southern Queensland coast will also bring showers. Around the capitals today, rain in Brisbane heading for a top of 18 degrees. Rain developing in Sydney, 17. A possible shower in Canberra heading for 12. A shower or two, 13 in Melbourne. Partly cloudy, 12, the top in Hobart. Partly cloudy, 15 in Adelaide. Sunny and 19 in Perth today. And morning rain at times, 27 in Darwin.